Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back, as always. I am banging these out, and I've utilized my time, and I'm very, very grateful because, boy, so many things, okay? So many things happen throughout the course of the week, and because today is Friday, man, I hope you guys have had a phenomenal week, you know? And this mainly has to do with your mindset, your emotions, your reactions, your interpretations, to specific things, your circumstances, right? And so again, good things and bad things pop up in your week, your month, your year. That could be, you know, grief driven, okay, stress driven, frustration driven, even anger. But there are equal moments that bring you that hope, that beauty, that cultivation of faith, optimism, love. And, you know, after doing the, you know, dwelling in the past podcast, I realized uh, I came across two photos. This is during the most difficult year of my life back in October 2014. And again, this being October 14th out here in Thailand right now, that photo popped up. And I just want to share this photo with you because, again, I am thinking and today's podcast is about championship thinking. Right. And so what I want to show you and, of course, tell you about is what has just popped up on my thing in regards to a couple of things that I had seen uh, in the past and during the most difficult months of my life. And these are two job notices. And one said job placements for degree holders. If you are Caucasian, 22 to 40 years of age and hold the degree in any field, you will be placed into a guaranteed teacher position in Thailand. However, for non-degree holders, however, they emphasize, or non-Caucasian applicants, if you are 18 to 45 and do not have a degree and you are not white, you may not be fully guaranteed a position in Thailand. Now, if we just take away that whole degree and we just put white versus non-white, listen, people, I've heard the stories. Back eight years ago, <clears throat> I would always dwell in the past for the next probably four years and bring it to limelight to a lot of people out there and say and show them this is what reality was. Another email said, Connor did ask what our school's uh, policy was on hiring not white foreign teachers. Unfortunately, from what I've seen in the past, our school does suffer from casual racism like many others. But it's a policy I want to change. Just to give you a heads up. And I think that was the international school, as a matter of fact that actually had said that. And again, I love the fact that he said, I want to change that. And I, I can't remember what school it was, but people, the reason why I'm telling you that today is because I look back with love on those moments. I used to look back with pain and anger and so many other things, but now I look back on love, with love, because it's our interpretation of things. See, I used to be, directly responsible for what broken mindsets were who I don't even know. I used to be fully responsible for, oh, you don't hire black people. I'm fully responsible for you not hiring black people. And I would just make it my victimhood. And I created that into, it was a personality of mine. You know, it was a alter ego of me. I would always go back into my shell, into my victimhood for years but to be honest with you, your choice, your everything, how you show up, the tragedy, the triumphs, the good, the bad, what we're experiencing right now is based on choice. What we saw in the past 
is based on choice. And how we look at it and interpret it to be is what we will create into a very foreseeable future. And what I want to talk about is how the extraordinary people think, the billionaires, the bestlers, the champions, the greatest well-being, the success in their life, the high performers of all countries around the world. Remember, I talked to you about fixed versus growth mindset. That's a strong foundation. But there's more nuance behind that. And to be honest with you, what it deals with is over the long term, it has to deal with mission, mindset, measurements, and humility. So let's focus on mission first. See, that aim, that direction, something that you want to not only want to achieve, but also a mission of what of life, a way of life, a way of being, creating, striving. It's also part of that mission to become highly intentional about not only where they're going or where we're going, but also that journey, that conscious about the steps. See, any successful person you've ever met right, has a lot of surprising trips and turns. Maybe they meandered. Luck probably opened another gate, the door of possibility. And maybe they knew it would never happen, kind of like me. Uh, Opened up my email just recently yesterday. Hey, we got a corporate teacher gig at this place. Hey, Arsidia, I got this. Hey, Arsidia, okay, listen, company confirmed. You're going to be training at a company just near your house. Guys, I got four companies, the most ever at one specific moment in my life, as well as building up my online teaching business and now selling courses. You call it luck or call it brand building because I've cultivated the person I wanted to become. It's just not about just climbing that ugly ass mountain that I did in 2014, 15, 16, 17. But there were the many other mountains. It's kind of like the scalers, okay, metaphorically speaking, the people who scale Mount Everest. Mount Everest isn't even the most dangerous mountain right now. It's K, I think it's called K2. And a lot more people have died on that mountain. You can check it out on YouTube. Akonkawa. When I uh, interviewed a guy, I forgot his name. Um, but he was an author who scaled the seven highest mountain points in the world at the time, four years ago. You know, it's about scaling those and looking at it. It's about that journey. Living each day intentionally throughout that journey demanding the best of who we are throughout that journey. And that's the part of the mission, how we show up, what we become, what we demand and grow it into our greatest potential. See, that's the difference. And that's a different way to think about mission. So then there's mindset, the adaptation, the growth. It's more like self-talk, right? See, when a lot of people struggle, they always say, well, you know, I don't have that. I don't know that. I'm not like that. So they just stop. Successful people, they say, well, I don't have those, but how can I get them? Or I got to get them. And what can I do? What curriculum do I need to set up in the learn and the development of the competency so that I can obtain that? You know, and a lot of people, what is it? You know, like you're on stage. You see other people on stage, you're like, man, I can't do that. But I remember Napoleon Hill, he talked about in his book that I now have here at my office, here at my uh, at our house, our fiance's house. And he talked about the pleaser personality. And he said, you know what? I want Abraham Lincoln's this. I want this. I want this. I want this. And he cultivated it into like the different values that he wanted going forward. See, that's about elements and amplifying. 
and letting you find the authentic, the authentic way of being that you want to become. See, I would always look at teachers and I swear I would always compare myself. This is a really bad comparison. I never told anyone about, but when I was doing one of the worst English camps, again, it was the worst 72 hours of my life. And this was basically literally eight years ago this month, October, 2014. You have no idea. <clears throat> one of the most difficult, the most difficult month of my life that I fell into shit, having suicidal thoughts for literally just five minutes of my life and scaring the shit out of Andre. And I had to do a lot with comparison because I saw a Thai teacher come up and, and I saw how adamant and, uh, you know, animated he was with the students who were just some of the worst fucking government, government school students. It was a school called Wat Tepli La. And those fucking students were the absolute demons of society. And again, you bring a whole bunch of people together from different walks of life, a girl from Bhutan, a couple of Americans, Filipino, Aussie, a couple of Brits, me, another Asian American. You put us all together and a lot of students look at us and say, who are you? We want our own teachers. And so this Thai guy comes up and he starts talking to him. He seems like a very good storyteller, animated. And everyone's all, all 80 students outside were all very old. They're so excited. But then when we came up, they gave us some of the dirtiest looks. I didn't even look at the students anymore. But those looks they gave us, and again, yeah, they were a city. They were only 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. Now they're 25, 24, 23, 22 years old. And I wonder, are they the ones spurring on the ignorance of what they thought themselves to be back then? And I would compare myself to them. I would compare myself to, to that guy that got and captivated his audience. But then when we came up, they looked down on us. I would compare myself and say, I'm not good enough. I'm not white enough. Like, you know, the, the, the famous you know, uh, American, I guess you could say Thai teacher, uh, John Adam. He has so many people. He has one of the biggest brands out there. And I would say, well, I'm not white enough. I don't have his blue eyes. I don't have his blonde hair. But then after a while, I said, you know what? I'm going to learn to gesture like other people. I'm going to tell better stories. I'm going to learn how to captivate an audience and interact with an audience and how to make a better presentation and how to create a better lesson a coaching session to be more persuasive, more confident, more influential, more courageous. These are all things that were learnable. I didn't learn that until shit, maybe last year, going into this year, me being the high performer I am, the high performance habits. I didn't know anything about that. And so with that being said, going into measurement, see people who become great measure themselves differently, strictly, consistently. It's kind of like the great CEOs. They measure themselves based on and manage the growth metrics based on KPIs to OKRs. They're very aware of what drives their business and consistently looks at it. Those needle movers, the forward progress, the success and growth. See, if you're a professional influencer, you got to measure your engagement, the success of conversation. If you're in sport, you have to know your times right? In track and field or your times in sports, what makes the difference? What the great people do is all built around their routines. You not, you have to learn how to benchmark and figure out what success looks like in your field of endeavor. So many people in my industry, I just saw it online just recently. They're going after salaries. 
some guy, some India guy was like, oh, I teach English on my Facebook. And a lot of white Caucasian holders are like, oh, that doesn't really matter. And I'm like, what? It doesn't matter. Did you miss all of 2018 and Gary Vee's crushing it? How brand building was so important. You could buy pass. Oh, ridiculous ass teaching demos. Remember, I told you guys just last year in November. I got a response almost two years later from one of the uh, from one of the uh, what is it, the language institutions out here. And they were like, oh, are you still around? And I'm like, wow, you need me now, but you didn't need me then. You wanted me to do a teacher demo. And I said, fuck off. Teacher demos, they have a very sour taste in my life. Because I remember a Korean lady judged me based on that. She's like, oh, yeah, I saw you. Remember we did the teacher demo and I think you're better off doing this type of thing. Excuse me? Based on the teacher demo that I did at the time, just writing a whole bunch of things on the board and what, that be in 2016? If you judging me two years later and saying that I'm not good enough based on that teaching demo, my goodness gracious. See, I did not listen to other people's measurements of me. I listened to my measurements of myself. If I felt like I needed to get better at writing, I got better. I got better in terms of, okay, my school, my students are achieving these scores, these scores. How can that, how can I get them better? How can my writing become better? And by creating grammar courses and all these writing skill courses, it all makes sense now. See, it's all about the rhythm and what I'm doing consistently, measuring it and improving it over and over. That's what you're going to have to do. And the last one, humility. People who achieve great things, it's all about, you know, hiring people who are smarter than them. The humility to ask for help, the humility to debate openly and fiercely. Knowing that you could be wrong, but also hearing and listening and pivoting. There's just a different level of humility when it comes to these folks. And I know you can see right now that a lot of people out there, they have zero humility because they feel like they're above everyone else. And to be honest with you, from my perspective, you know, I could be very, con con my, I might sound like very uh, conceited, right? Or egotistical, but no, no. I just know my worth. And so with students out here in Thailand, you know, I don't have to prove anyone anything because I know my worth. You know, if there is someone you had who had just come back into my life and they had doubts about me, I'm like, okay, goodbye, good riddance. I know my worth. If you don't know who I am, I am not going to sit here and explain to you who I am. You know, just recently uh, I did a, a, a what is it? Um, what is it, a consultation call, which I should have charged for. But then I gave her the benefit of the doubt, and she was part of a 37-person group, WhatsApp group that I'm currently in with Brazilian nurses. She came on, and she's like, oh, I need this score. I need this. I need that. And I'm like, okay, well, to be honest with you, you only need this score. And I was like, well, I do have a course. It's funny because she said, well, I don't need a course. And I'm like, you know what? 40 minutes in, get the fuck off the call with me. You're wasting my time, no doubt. I'm, I'm just sorry. I just, I, I feel like I'm doing too much for you and I'm literally wasting it even in a way with you. Someone who, and being in a position two years ago where people like you would waste my fucking time. I did maybe 20 to 40, I think upwards to 40 consultations, 40 hours of my life in 2020, completely thrown away. And yes, about six to Nine of those people ended up getting amazing scores, getting a seven and speaking, but never paid for it and never paid their dues back. And I never heard from them again. 
that's the that's who I was back then, given a whole bunch of free coaching sessions for fucking what? But to be honest with you now, I look back and I say, boy, those were some incredible times. And those were times where I just look back now. And if someone says, oh, you know, I need a consultation. I'm like, bro, $35 price going up at the end of the year too. price going up at the end of the year. Because I value myself and I hold myself to a impeccable standard now. And at the same time, I have humility for everything I've achieved and stuff. But at the same time, got to make sure that, again, people who don't know me, uh, you need to go check out my YouTube and my podcast to go figure out who I am. Sometimes people follow me from YouTube on Instagram and, you know, they're from, you know, Bangladesh or from Indonesia and they say nothing or they say very standoffish. I'm like, I don't want someone like you on my page. Goodbye. Just go follow my YouTube. Get the fuck out of my face. Because some people are so brash and ignorant for their own well-being. They don't even know. Oh, but they'll know when I block the fuck out of them. You know, these are the types of things I hold myself to a high standard to engage in beautiful conversations and have unfathomable connections with people who are rightfully deserving of it. Not for people who take it for granted. And so now I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you want a consultation? Here goes the link. Here goes the calendar. You book it. See you then. If not, goodbye. I ain't got time for that shit no more. So with that being said, people, I'm so grateful for this day. I'm so grateful for this Friday. And I hope that these things, this podcast helped you. Share it away with other people and I'll see you soon. Over and out.